Manx Radio Saturday Live Lounge, supported by Villa Gaiety. For the latest Watson information, visit villagaiety.com. The incredibly versatile Nothing But Thieves. Oh no! He said what? Yeah, that's the title. We like that a lot here on the Live Lounge. So uh, you are listening to Saturday Live Lounge and it is very much live. And I have a whole scotch of guests in the studio, about 43 of them taking up the studio. Uh, Two of them called John, who is sitting opposite me now. So that's not confusing at all. We've got John Lightfield and also we've got John Gregory with us. And we're talking about acoustic delight. Um, John Gregory, it's been a little little while since we've chatted, but this is the second of these events. Uh, Tell us how it all started. Well, I think it was um, the other John who had the original (laughs) idea and he said, did we want to do something together? And I was totally up for that because John does so much for the music scene in the Isle of Man. He's got, you know, he he works with so many different artists. And I said, let's do it. And it's really built from there. And the first event last year went down so well and was just a pleasure to do, really. And I think we work really well together. So what would you say, uh, other John, which is what I'm going to tell you now, uh, what would you say, John Lightfield, is kind of the idea behind it? What is your sort of aim for the events? Well, I think both John and I um, have an acoustic part of the music at heart. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the fact that we both do a lot of open mic nights and enjoy that, I think that kind of is the foundation for it. And then obviously I wanted to take something in Peel and make it something a little bit different because there's a lot of entertainment and concerts that are full on with full bands and that's great but I wanted to see if we can get a acoustic night and that worked so well last uh, year as John said and we sold out and at, at the point we had to actually say sorry we haven't got any more room because it's fire regulations etc so we couldn't say yes to any more people so so then we thought this year I said to John is there any possibility that we might do a little bit bigger and maybe even better and he said, yeah, sure. So bigger and better, John Gregory, tell us yeah. more. Yeah, well, I, I love John's attitude to this because um, it really came from him. He said, firstly, do you want to do Acoustic Delight again? So I said, absolutely. And secondly, he was like, right, let's go big. So he said to me, like, are you up for that? I'm like, totally. What's the point in saying, oh, no, let's, you know, we could not do it. We could play in a small event. No, let's go, the you know, even bigger and... To play in the theatre at the Peel Centenary Centre um, is, I mean, you know yourself, Christy, but it's an amazing place. It's magical. It's one of the best venues in the Isle of Man. There's just such a great atmosphere there. So when John suggested this, I said, yeah, let's do it. Um, Because, yeah, there's a special feeling about that room. And loads of my musical heroes have played there. A ton of them, Eric Bibb, Albert Lee... Um, Seko Kuyati, Cassie Blanton last year. So to be on that stage that all those people stood on uh, means a lot to me as a performer, but also to then uh, give some other fantastic artists the opportunity to do the same. Yeah, it's a no-brainer, basically. And... Other John. Sorry, he started yeah, that now. We're no, going to have to carry fine, on with it. Uh, so with regards to uh, these artists then, uh, tell us who you've got this year and how do you go about choosing the artists? Well, John and I did last, season, uh, last year. We decided to try to get as diverse as possible. So we didn't want to have anything that kind of went into his ragtime or my typical songwriter stuff, easy listening. Uh, so we wanted to have a variation of that. And we did that last year with Jeff, who's more lean towards folk. 
Um, and this year we're like, oh, well, we want to keep that kind of folk, maybe tap into maybe the all um, the songs with the variation. And uh, who better than, than Paul Reynolds, who are fantastic to make his interpretation of the songs as well. It's not that I just cover them. He kind of makes them his own, which I love. And then we thought, well, what are we going to do other than that? And then I thought, well, let's get a little bit more rock covers or something like that. And luckily enough, I work with Nell in one of his thousands bands or projects. <laughs> um, so I asked John, what about Nell? I see he's got a acoustic set with, well as you're going to present later on, the whole man when Kelly met Nelly. And um, I said, well, I'll ask Nelly, see if they are up for it. And he did ask Kelly, and she said yes as well, so that's it. So we have a very diverse, and, and the whole night is from rock to ragtime and folk, and yeah. So he's a, a great list of musicians. So you've got John Lightfield, John Gregory, you've got Paul Reynolds, as we just heard. You've got When Kelly Met Nelly as well. Uh, we are going to be hearing live music from some of those artists very soon. And we're also going to be chatting uh, with When Nelly Met Kelly, if that makes sense, in just a few minutes and hearing something live from them. I tell you what we're going to do first, though, uh, so I can set up microphones and things. I'm just going to play a tune in between. So I thought i will put on something a bit classic. Should we have Looking Glass and Brandy? Go on then. Serves a hundred ships a day. Lonely sailors pass the time away and talk about their homes. And there's a girl in this harbor town, and she works laying whiskey down. They say brandy, fetch another round. She serves them whiskey and wine. The sailors say brandy. Still can't hear him say 
Just a tune, brandy looking glass. Uh, we are now going to chat to Nellie and Kelly. Nell and Kelly, now called When Nellie Met Kelly. Um, Nell Neil, we've met multiple times before. I will come to you in a minute, Nell. Okay. You're not going to escape. Okay. However, Kelly, this is the first time you've been in the live lounge. It is, yeah. I see your name popping up a lot because you are also someone who is in a number of different groups. So tell us about your music. What do you do? Um, we do all sorts. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. Fully grown adults. <laughs> yeah, so we're fully grown adults. This is where we got came up with the idea of when Kelly met Nelly. Um, I also sing as that Kelly bird, just on my own, um, with backing tracks, and I try and do music ranging from every era, really. So from like sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, nineties trance dance hits, um, up until like noughties and stuff. Not too big into music like at the moment yeah. so <laughs> but i prefer good, like good the older crowd music. pleasing stuff yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so all like the anthems and stuff like bonnie tyler and whitney and i mean I they're, they're cotton eye joe yeah i do oh, cotton eye joe <laughs> but venga boys <laughs> so, <laughs> no so i'll go from like venga boys to abba and evanescence and all that sort of stuff so what a good a mix. So, I'm loving that. I try. <laughs> now, interestingly, they're all very, very big songs that you just mentioned. So for this, as we're just hearing, it's stripped back. It's Acoustic Delights, this yeah. event that you're doing. Um, so how do you go about constructing a set for this? I mean, what sort of songs can we expect from your set then? Now, what, what sort of stuff is, are you guys going to do? We're still going to do stuff people know, but we're going to try and put our own twist on it, I think, because as you say, it's stripped back. So certain things, if you try and do Meatloaf and Bonnie Tyler and things like that, there's a lot of orchestration in those songs. Whereas we've only got one guitar, one voice. So I think we're going to surprise people with what we can do with just those two things. Are you going to put your leg on any amps? Probably. I just need to check. Yeah, front row. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. Because I'd miss that if you didn't yeah. do that. So what does it feel like to you, Kelly? Because obviously you do that at Kelly Bird anyway, so you do do sort of your own stuff. But when it is yeah. just an acoustic guitar, is it a little bit nerve-wracking or do you enjoy it? Um, no. I, I think I found it was more nerve-wracking doing it on my own to begin with mm. because when there's more than one of you, obviously, you've got someone to fall back on or, you know, <laughs> if something goes wrong, Please you don't can blame the other over. one. I'll, I'll take the blame. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but playing with the band and like doing the stuff of now, I found it much easier. It's not as nerve-wracking because we're all in the same boat at, yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah but um, on my own, it can be like a little bit daunting, like, say, if it's a quiet night in the pub or even if it's busy. Um, but after the first song's done, I'm in the swing of things. It's fine, yeah. Yeah. So wh- where did it, where did your kind of musical performance kind of start over here then? When did you first start doing this? Um, so I started uh, singing when I was 10. Um, my singing teacher, John Elliott in Peel. Um, so I sang with him for about 16 years. I did the Guild for about 15 years. Um, did various, like, you know, just singing in churches and just doing the guild mainly um and then i just got a bit bored of the no no offense to the classical side of things i just got a bit a bit bored of that you just wanted a change yeah but um i was on like a seven-year hiatus almost and then um my partner encouraged me to um 
get back into it. So he helped me get the speaker and the PA system and stuff. And um, yeah, he made me sing in the Riddler Under the Nest in the Falcon. You, on, and you're quite often there, aren't you? Eve. Yeah, I'm, I'm there this evening, actually. So after I've been yeah. here, I've got to go. There you yeah. go. Got the hoodie on as well. Good timing. <laughs> so uh, after I've finished here, I've got bomb back to Port Erin and set my stuff up. And yeah, I'll be there till after midnight. So there you go. You, you, you can see this lovely lady in the flesh is going to be singing there tonight uh, in Port Erin. Uh, because you're new, we've not yet done your first. So I'm going to throw them at you now. So do you remember the first album or record that you bought and what format was it? I don't. <laughs> so I've got a terrible memory. Um, I do remember when I was little, though. Um, Mum, Dad, I had. Um, I think it was Michael Bolton's. It's like the mini, the mini vinyl <laughs> that, and uh, Whitney Houston's "I Will Always Love You" um, little LP thing. Um, but the first one I really remember buying and listening to over and over again was uh, Michael Bublé's first album, and that was on iTunes on my iPod. That's, so that see, that's actually makes, now you're shaking your head. Don't, don't be oh, I'm judging. Just, and then like the other ones, it's like my sister had um, the double, double cassette of Belinda Carlisle's album as well. So I used to listen to that a lot. Good as well. big voice like <laughs> Whitney. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's kind of inspiring. See, I, just, I can't get involved with the Buble thing. Just never did anything for no, me. No, you don't yeah. like him at all, do you? <laughs> I like Whitney and I like Michael Bolton and all that. I, mean, I, I couldn't get on board with the Buble. But like my mum yeah. was very into like Motown and stuff, whereas my dad was more into his country, like Neil Diamond and uh, Glenn Campbell and stuff. So I've had like a big Ooh, Glenn mixture. Campbell. Mm. Yeah, so I've had like a good mixture of music growing up in yeah, yeah so. and what about what do you remember the first gig you went to the first sort of big gig you saw that really sticks in your mind i didn't go to any until i met my partner and he actually took me to see i think we went to see passenger that's the first one i ever oh, saw yeah. um i think we've seen him two or three times um but the favorite one i think was about uh, four years ago we went to watch queen in san jose queen with adam lambert oh and my word that was something else that was absolutely unbelievable it was amazing yeah i mean that Best is something to see yeah. no no you, you, have you ever seen any sort of iteration of queen at all no i haven't actually no. i wouldn't mind i think i know adam lambert got a bit of a uh, bit of flack really because he wasn't freddie mercury or whatever but anyone would get a bit of thing. flack Anybody because they're not freddie mercury, mercury shoes, there's a pat on the back not yeah. a single note out of tune that man in the outfits were right. outstanding so <laughs> yeah so and that's the thing you have to you have to be all about the whole sort of visual performance as well when you're doing yeah. that well do you know what i'm going to do in a minute i'm going to put some queen on for you so i'm just sort of like in the in the background sort of busily finding a queen track for you so we'll do that in a moment but also what was your first gig i mean <clears> it, maybe it was the guild maybe it was something like that what what was the, what's the first time you remember performing in front of people um see before i started my singing lessons i was in a group called white wings which was kind ah. of like a christian singing group it was just to get me singing really and was it with a band kind of like a full band it was kind of like a choir setup um so we did a few performances around the island and we actually went to perform in america and we performed one of the songs on american tv no in oklahoma Yes. That's exciting. <laughs> so so that, that was a bit crazy. I think it was about 11 when I did that. Were you in a cult? No. <laughs> Sounds like it. We did stay with different families in America and we stayed in touch with the first family. So we're going to go visit them again in Florida this year. Um, but yeah, so that was where I first She's been on TV. We've got, started we've got, we've got a star in Oh no, but they, they cut me off. I was out of the picture for the no. first, for most of the song. Well, that's just rude. Out and I appeared. That is um, just rude. But yeah, um, doing this is like that Kelly Bird. It was, um, I think it was New Year's Eve a couple of years ago. Yeah. In the Riddler. 
And then um, from then I just went around the pubs and clubs and asked um, if they'd be willing to give me a chance. So I regularly sing in Jack's, um, the Front Porch, the Riddler, um, Quid's in. I'm sorry if I've forgotten anyone else. Yeah. Well, do you know what? The, that's so, the thing is there are some yeah. great venues now which people can sing at, which is really good to know. And there will be uh, a performance from Kelly and Nelly in just a moment. It seems we're calling you Nelly. It really Nelly. does. Uh, it just went. Nelly and Kelly. What's my real name, Christy? Uh, I'm not allowed to say. Oh, yeah. No. We've decided. It's a mystery. Um, but we are going to hear from them in just a few moments' time, so don't go anywhere. But I'm, I, I'm just going to drop in a Queen song. It's got to be a short one because we haven't got long. So let's all clap along to this. So simple, so incredibly effective. That is We Will Rock You from Queen. And that is for one of my guests, because we've got uh, Kelly with us. And we're now going to hear from the inimitable duo, When Kelly Met Nelly. And uh, they're going to do a huge tune. I've just had a bit of a preview sound checking. And my word, this voice is amazing. Obviously, so is the guitar now. We always know you're amazing. He's all right. Thank you. Uh, He's all right, isn't he? He's okay. Uh, So When Nelly Met Kelly... Take it away. Where have all the good men gone? And where are all the gods? Where's the streetwise Hercules to fight the rising up? Meet the heavens above, and where the lightning splits. 
He's gotta be strong and he's gotta be fast and he's gotta be fresh from the fight. I need a hero. I'm holding up for a hero till the end of the night. He's gotta be strong and he's gotta be soon and he's got to be larger than life. I need a hero. I'm holding up for a hero till the end of the night. Amazing! Your time's all right as well now. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. It was now? brilliant. Yeah. That was so good. Thank you so much, uh, Nell. You are gigging tonight as well. Tell us I'm about playing it. in the Colby Glen tonight with No Stress. That's me and Brendan McLaughlin. Kick off about nine o'clock, I think. How many gigs do you do? Um, I try and get three a weekend if I can. Then oh whatever comes goodness. in during the week as well. Yeah, and he's got a real job as well. Yeah, I've got a real job as well. <laughs> I don't know. And Kelly, you're tonight at the Riddler. Yeah, uh, yeah, what time are you on? Uh, 9.30 till late. And you can obviously see this fabulous pair at Acoustic Delight, which is what we are talking about, which is at the Centenary Centre. Uh, it is on the March the 9th, so it's next Saturday. So do get your tickets. We're going to find out more about it and hear from another of the acts in just a few minutes. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> Yard Act. It's the latest one from them. Friends of the show, we'll have you know. Uh, thanks to Sam Shipstone for the chat about their music a little while ago. Uh, more chat in the studio now. Uh, we're chatting all about the Acoustic Delight event, which is happening at the Peel Centenary Centre on March the 9th. I'm going to come back to John Gregory before we introduce our next musical guest. John Gregory, one of the, the, the two Johns behind the night. Um, John, we've not spoken to you about your first previously because the last time you were in I wasn't doing this feature so I need to know your first so we can find out a little bit about you from that side of things so do you remember the first album you bought? The first album and this is a bit of a cop out because it was a compilation album and it was called The Hits Tape 6 which was a cassette um, obviously compilation album the actual first proper album album I can't actually remember but um, and this is going to tie you in with my first gig in a minute, but certainly then started buying a lot of uh, Iron Maiden albums. Ooh. Yeah. So um, so that so Number of the Beast was the first Iron Maiden album I bought. Nell's approving in the background which is there. Probably still my favourite one actually. Yeah, and and so and that was your first gig as well, was it? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> it took a few years to see them because I don't think my mum would let me go and see them on an earlier tour. So I think it was um, Manchester G Max. And it was the last tour that Bruce Dickinson was on before he left the band. And just to prove how long ago that was, he's been back with the band for 25 years. Oh so my goodness. it was 93, the year was. But um, yeah, it was great. Oh, but I'd been to awesome. loads of gigs before that, smaller gigs, but that was the first concert. And do you remember concert. your first gig? Because that wasn't that long ago, was it, well, really? I'd, I actually did do a couple of gigs um, in the UK before I um, started gigging here and... The first one was with my guitar teacher um, back in 1998. 
Oh, my word. And I was just okay. playing rhythm guitar, so I didn't do any vocals and I didn't do any lead stuff. I didn't do any finger picking, nothing, nothing like I do uh, today. I was basically the rhythm guitarist for my guitar teacher, and we did two gigs together. And the second gig that we did, um, he got banned from... Uh, and from the pub, so that was the end of that oh duo. Dear. <laughs> we won't ask why. But then, yeah, but then I started again over here. <laughs> oh, which, what was your first one over here? Do you remember that? But one? Yeah, the, my first solo one. In fact, probably my first one. I think it was the Fringe Blues Fringe Festival in two thousand and six. So that would have still been in Laxey then. In Laxey, yeah, yeah, that's which right. is oh, they were such good nights. They were yeah. absolutely brilliant. Uh, well, thank you very much for that. And uh, John Gregory, John Lightfield behind Acoustic Delight, which is the event that's happening on March the ninth, uh, with a fabulous mix of musicians. We've just heard two of them when Nelly met Kelly. We're now going to meet one of the other uh, guests and performers, Paul Reynolds. It's lovely to have you with us. It's a pleasure to be here. I must say. And this is your first time in the live lounge. I can't believe it. Is, it. it is. Yes. I'm sorry, it's taken yeah. me so long. Oh, it's, not at it, all. Just, just <laughs> let people know a little bit about your kind of uh, background in music here on the Isle of Man, for those that don't. Well, my I first started going to the Salty Will pub in the, in those days before it ever got burnt down, with all the folkies that were around in in the nineteen sixties and seventies. Uh, it would be in the seventies, uh, certainly when I I certainly started playing there. So I didn't pick up the guitar till I went to college at, at Edge Hill. Oh, right. So, uh, yes, I, I played a, a few solo bits and pieces, like the open mic section before the uh, the main folk band came on. That was uh, Jeff Kerrison and uh, Al Lawrence and oh. Chris Sharples, the late Chris Sharples, Nigel Wood were all in, in, in that band, whose name's just escaping me. They're probably uh, sitting at home shouting at me now. <laughs> So you know where we are. And was it, it was a flourishing scene then, I take it? It was, yeah. yeah. We, everybody came up from all parts of the island to, to get at the Thalty World, yes. Mm. And have you just continued to play throughout that time or have you had sort of, you know, peaks and troughs? Um, we played a lot in the 70s. Mm. Uh, played in a folk band called Pachine, uh, a four-piece band, and uh, we released... Uh, we didn't release CDs in those days or, or digitally download. It was actually a cassette... Yes. Would you believe a cassette? Do you know they're coming back, Paul? And there, were there are back, indie groups now that are still releasing cassettes. Well, a young man called Terry Clough of Kelly Records produced it and he, he made 10,000 of them to sell around Garage Forecourts. 10,000? I know, I know. Garage Forecourts all through the UK. And do you know the royalties we've got? Terry, are you listening? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's not bitter, though, folks. No, really no. Oh, I'm not bitter, yeah. no. And you're very active on the scene now, aren't you? Just tell us a little bit about what you do now. Well, I like to, to play a bit myself and uh, play very much in the West. So uh, I think uh, you were talking to me before about the Athel Room. Yeah. Um, I got together with Dave McLean, and uh, Dave was looking for a, a Friday night folk club, and uh, I was looking to engage a few local musicians really and and myself as well included in uh, performing in Peel so that's how the the Athel Room concerts um, took uh, came about in in the winter and you've had such a variety of artists playing for you mm, and it's been so have. successful it's a lovely little night really lovely yes, night to we, do we actually played last night I didn't play but uh, 
Uh, Dan Looney of Looney and the Vikings mm-hmm. played a wonderful solo set, very personal, personable set. Well, that's the thing, um, and it sort of fits in with what we're talking about now, the whole acoustic delivery of music. Yes. It's very different because Looney and the yeah. Vikings, not an acoustic act, but no. when you sort of strip it back and do something he, in this way, it's very different, was. isn't it? It was, it was really good. And then we had the Moloch Band. Oh, reformed, the wonderful reformed. Band. Greg et al. Yeah, they were fabulous, absolutely fabulous. There were, there's a tiny little stage at the, uh, the sailor's shelter and there were six of them on it. Oh, my word. And talk about uh, tight. It, no, well, they were a tight band anyway. <laughs> really very yeah. good, but tight in more ways than one. <laughs> but a special night, I'm absolutely sure. It was, it was tremendous, yeah. So you're, yeah. you're playing at this Acoustic Delight event, which is at the Centenary Centre on mm, the main stage. I am, I don't very know why, exciting. but I've been asked. <laughs> so what can we expect tight. from your set then? What, what are you going to bring for us? It's... Um, mixture of of old stuff really some some folk standards and uh a little bit going into pop as well but uh, most mostly folk i think so again as as we've been hearing from john lightfield's just saying of course it's a big mix of genres uh on these gigs so it's a lovely night to go to covering pretty much everything uh, before we hear you play what was it, we've just heard sort of about your first gigs but what about the first album you bought do you remember what that was well, funnily enough, I was thinking it, it must have been um, an EP uh, because we were very poor in those days. We couldn't afford whole albums. They were 15 shillings or something like that, I think. So uh, it was Carol King and It's Too Late. Oh, now that, that is a choice. Fantastic. And then, then Days of Future Past by uh, Moody Blues. Wonderful. Was the first album when we got around to it. But I also bought a con- compilation album called The Rock Machine Turns You On. Oh, there you, you go. That one? Yeah, that, that was a brilliant album. I'd forgotten all about it till John mentioned. See, that the first album I bought was a compilation album as well. It was a, a soul album, so, so I think that was you know when you're a kid, it's a good way of being introduced to music, isn't it? It's kind of like Amazon recommends now. Mm. <laughs> well, listen, you're going to play something live for us, which I'm delighted about. What are we going to hear from you? Right, it's uh, called Forever Autumn. It's from Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds, and it's Justin Hayward's um, contribution towards it. But it's it's done a little bit differently. It's it's quite uh, beaty on the record, uh-huh. and uh, I've taken it, stripped it right back. Stuff. Yes, sort yeah. Of that sort of thing. Well, so Paul it's, Reynolds, it's lovely to have you with us, and it's lovely to hear you play now for us. So uh, I'm I just gonna, so. just, I'm, <laughs> it'll be fab. I'm just gonna say as usual, take it away, Paul. Okay. Summer sun is fading as the year grows old And darker days are drawing near The winter winds will be much colder Now you're not here Watch the birds fly south across the autumn sky And one by one they disappear I wish that I was flying with them Now you're not here Like a song through the trees You came to love me Like a leaf on the breeze You blew away 
Gal's golden gown used to kick our way. You always loved this time of year. Those fallen leaves lie undisturbed now. Cause you're not here Cause you're not here Cause you're not here Cause you're not here Cause you're not Like the song through the trees, you came to love me. Like a leaf on the breeze, you blew away. A gentle rain falls softly on my weary eyes. As if to hide a lonely tear My life will be forever autumn Cause you're not here Cause you're not here Cause you're not here Cause you're not here Cause you're not here. Oh, that was gorgeous. Paul Reynolds live in the studio. What a beautiful version. Uh, John Lightfield, just before we wrap up, just remind us again where we can get tickets for the Acoustic Delight, the, the venue, the date, everything. So it's uh, next Saturday, 9th of March. Uh, our doors open at 7 o'clock. It costs £8 to get in for all this. Four acts, that's £2 per act. Always good, isn't he? <laughs> now, that is a bargain, if you ask me. Isn't it, though? And you can buy the tickets, etickets.im forward slash bjm, or you can look up Acoustic Delight on the event page, or you can go to Peel Centurion Stands uh, or Centurion's website. They have all links to the tickets there as well. Manx Radio Saturday Live Lounge, supported by Villa Gaiety. For the latest Watson information, visit Villa Gaiety dot com